0: Yo, what's good, everybody? Uh, I'm Deshaun Armstrong, key him, is uh, senior at Brown University, studying psychology and pre-medical
1: studies, and I'm here today with my boy, C. Uh, what's good, everybody? My name is Charles Somerville. I'm from, uh, well, my junior here, studying computer science. Uh, I don't know if you can name any, any of intros. I mean, same city. Oh, yeah, I'm from Chicago, if you
0: can't tell from the accent. Like, yes, hey, man. <laughs> it has to be stated. The you know? <laughs> Chicago supremacies through and through. Yeah. Uh, No, we were just talking about our good friend, Randy Richardson, um, who, again, thank you so much for the opportunity to just speak to y'all today. Glad to have the opportunity to speak to both the community and uh, the new freshmen that we have on campus. I haven't met y'all personally due to this Mm. terrible pandemic that we got going on. Hopefully, we'll have an opportunity to make that a change soon. Mm -hmm. Hope y'all are staying safe, though.
1: After the freshmen not staying safe, get it right to the tight yard. Yeah, off the <laughs> record,
0: I heard y'all acting up a little bit. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: I hope it's not the black ones. Really do. But no, again, welcome to Brown University. I really wish y'all could have caught us in a, a greater capacity. You know what we normally operate with. Besides this, you know, it should. You know. You know. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: man. So, what we
0: going for today? So today, uh, we just wanted to talk to y'all about. Transition into brown in general um how that might work or how the different transitions and things can look for different people you know which leads us perfectly to our first point you know we're speaking of black people today also y'all happy black history month yeah man that's that was happy awful, awful. black history month let's get that started you know there's greatness in month, you know let's celebrate our people which makes this even more special for us to be able to talk to y'all today so happy black history month so on today's day we, again, just want to talk to y'all about how the transition to brown can look for black folks. And as black people, we have these diverse array of
1: experiences, you know. Yeah. You know, black, black people are normal. a model We got all these different backgrounds. I think no better way to start this would be something like, you know, what's, what's our background? You know, how, how do we get into this? Because at the end, everybody's going to have their own experiences. We can only give our take. Very true very true so let's yeah. give, give him a little background
0: See so see will be yeah definitely can't pretend was. to speak for um for everybody on the hill because yeah. everybody has their own things going on but like i said me personally i'm from chicago i'm from the south side grew up in inglewood um i got a lot of questions like this when i first got the ground like oh do you know chief keith no i don't <laughs> is it really as bad as you think it is kind of <laughs> just a, a couple quick answers um but there's a lot more to me as well, you know. Uh, about school and which which school and like So it? So, uh, I went to a noble school and I have to give y'all slander every time I talk about you because it was prison, really, mm-hmm. but it put me in a position where I was able to get to a place like this. Um, so, I was my valedictorian, number one in my class. Uh, yeah, like, and that's, <laughs> you know, again, propagating the black excellence because, again, the people that we share our time with on this hill are... A lot of individuals just like that, you know, academic achievers. Y'all got here for a reason, you know, which again, transitions well. Like the black people here are very capable and talented and beautiful with just the array of different skills and like perspectives here. You know, you all add value and contribute to our experience on the hill. So we're super grateful just to have y'all. But again, just celebrating those differences that we have. Um, but yeah, a lot of us are just achievers, naturally. So when you get to Brown, and I know personally for me, like I said, I, uh, I kind of was, I achieved at high school. It wasn't necessarily something that was difficult for me. Um, but when I got to
1: Brown, it was definitely a bit of a rude awakening. Yeah. Nah, that's, that's definitely true. I don't know. Like, personally, I went to like a public charter school. So it's like, so first I'm from DC. So like, there's a lot of public charter schools and it's almost borderline public school the same way. Um, So like that transition, like, you may be the best in your school, back home, as soon as you get to Brown, it's like, oh, oh, everybody like this. Everybody's on the go at at all times.
0: Yeah, very much so. I think one of the Black men, when I first got here, and again, shout out to y'all. There was a lot of mentorship going on back in those days. And, you know, we can't really do it the way that we would like to because we can't see each other. But it'll make a return soon. Super looking, looking forward to that. But uh, they told me, they were like, you know, it's real easy because you might have been a big fish in a small pond, you know, back where you came from. And then you get to Brown and there's a lot of big fishes in this real, real big pond. And you don't really know how to navigate that in the way that you want to or the way that's like best for you. And it takes some time to figure out which you will catch your rhythm. You will figure out what works for you. You know, just use your resources, ask for help. Um again, the black people that are on the hill are here to support you however they can you know whether that's giving you information about the classes that you need to be taking or how to navigate your academics or speaking to different professors or just other avenues you could take to make sure that you're keeping things both solid academically but also within your mental health you know black people take care of your mental health there's a lot going on now and you could might feel very burnt out in a lot of capacities so but again, we're here to help you in those
1: ways. So just reach out to us. Yes, I mean, you, you said it. You said it best that, um I guess on the top of that, how, how did you deal with, I don't know if you, you explicitly mentioned imposter syndrome, but I oh, think that's something early that you, yeah. that you definitely got to get on when you're talking about the transition.
0: Yeah. Imposter syndrome is very real, very real. And it hits in different ways. So I think the way I understand imposter syndrome is like feeling like you don't belong. in in the place that you are like it doesn't fit you you're not good enough to be there and i'll let you know that right now that's not the case like i said before like we're all a group of amazing people you know we deserve to be here so tell yourself that definitely feel that deep in your spirit but imposter syndrome can make you feel like that's not the case like you know you're not doing enough and back to the whole tip of everybody having these varied experiences you know you have people who have been Literally taking classes or being tutored their entire lives. Research these, like all through high school and stuff. These bro. Private academies <laughs> or just like doing amazing things. Like I remember when I first got to Brown, one of the things that struck me like so poignantly was just the the class divide, the wealth divide. Yeah. Um, we go to school with some very rich white people, y'all. <laughs> very specifically <laughs> the, the least. back is to say the least tangible. Really like just three doors down I promise and you would never know I would see like my classmates like casually going to Turks and Caicos for three-day weekends I don't even go home for every <laughs> break. so it was it was a crazy adjustment to just see people who had that kind of disposable wealth and both the privilege to like you know literally have every resource they need to ensure that they would make it to a place like this and that's definitely not the case for a lot of us so you know a lot of us were very underprepared.
1: Yeah, onto class. Like I guess speaking of how how a class classes for you, man? Your freshman year? I know. I guess mine's and a little shaky. I'm definitely a serious like, academic <laughs> too. I think my entire
0: academic tenure at Brown has been. Uh, it's been a struggle in a multitude of ways. Again, I'm a psychology major and I'm pre-med. I do a lot of science classes, and Brown is a liberal arts school. You know. So I've definitely learned so, so much in my time here and super grateful for it, but I just wasn't always the best equipped to make the most of what I was um, trying to get from my experience. So again, this is why we try to like tell people to utilize their resources so they can better create that experience for them earlier on. Mm -hmm. But enough about the academics, really, you know, there's a lot going on on the Hill besides classes. Don't nobody want to talk about Zoom University right now. Yeah. But, um, see, now I got to throw it back to pre-pandemic, because I got to remember, it seems so long ago. It's like season three of The Penny. And I have to, like, <laughs> you know, rewind all the way back to when we can actually, like, Hunger But, yeah, I, I just think about different experiences, you know, like being on the main green. Being on the main green was one of my favorite things to do when the weather was nice. Because you just saw black people. You just saw black people just looking healthy glowing in the sun, just enjoying themselves, not stressed. It was a beautiful thing, really. Um, so it was always nice to like see sites like that, or to congregate with people in a blue room. You know, put on your sharpest fit and go and go step out. You know, just to be seen before your twelve o'clock class. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of life on the campus. It was always one of the things I appreciated. And looking forward to getting that back. Um, but socially, definitely an adjustment when I got to Brown.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely socially. I think, uh, I think socially, that, that was for me the hardest part. Like, academically was, of course it had its whole toll, but I think socially, it's like, you coming from public inner city to, to private institution, it's like, it's a huge shift at least for me you know, when I was doing that. I don't know if you can shed, shed light on your experience as well. True. You know, while I wish I could, like, say...
0: Much more of my experience was HBCU. Like we still do, go to school with some white folks, some rich yeah. white folks. They be ignorant, y'all. Like I just, <laughs> I just don't get it. Like um, just rude in a lot of cases. Um, so you know, navigating like these larger pools of people, uh, people from all over the place, like having to kind of learn how to speak their language as well, like, mm-hmm. you know, and speak to their experiences because you know there's a whole 18. 17, 18 years of life you had before you got here that kind of made you into the person that you were when you Mm -hmm. got to Brown and I would say like both socially and mentally, academically like I've grown a lot in my time here, but I definitely remember like as a freshman trying to like seek out my people or find out whether or not I should even be seeking out my people like not really worrying about like who friends were but like what finding out what friendship really meant to me Mm -hmm. during my time here because you know And I would like to think I'm a very, like, community-minded social brother, like, you know. Again, if you had seen me before the (laughs) pandemic, you probably would know me by now, you know. I I make it a thing to speak to people to, like, just shoot the shit, like, me and my boy doing right here today. Yeah, man. But, um, trying to navigate, like, how to do that in the most appropriate ways. Because everybody isn't, you know, on the same wave when they get to prom, you know. And that's not even to say that, like, there is a uniform wave that
1: you need to ride. Definitely celebrate your individuality. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely 100% agree with you, but there's like, there's a message to it. And I feel like there's a, I'm not gonna say there's like a specific right way to do it, but I think, I think we need to be okay with like being wrong in some cases, as long as we are striving to be, to be better. You know, I feel like that's, that's the harder part is, I feel like a lot of people come here with like a lot of their language already, you know, already at their disposal, as far as, you know, how to interact with different people. A lot of it just come from like, you know, spots where, community is very, very toxic. And so I guess, I don't know. I think as black men, this should definitely be a conversation that we have about, like, how coming from that specific background entails how you interact with other people. I know definitely, like, at an Ivy League Institute, you gotta definitely um, definitely be okay with being wrong, but you gotta also be able to learn and be able to, as you said, reach out and find the resources specifically to help you in your own path. Um, I'm sounding very monotone, but... Nah, i do not going say how you feel about it, but definitely in
0: agreement. You know, I'm not even gonna shoot this shit with y'all for real. Like, you just need to. It's the, a lot of the coaches that we come from and our different like locations, especially I can speak for me. I'm gonna use an I statement. Like, I definitely know mm. a lot of the things that people where I'm from tend to, tended to worry about or converse about or just think about were a lot different than the conversations that were being had on College Hill or the kind of standards of, like, behavior that were respectful of all parties, of all people. You know, these were things that, like, weren't being conversed about. So when I came to Brown, it definitely was an adjustment to um, just both unlearn a lot of those toxic things that I had been, like, you know, internalizing and taught myself, but to also, you know, try to make that, like, just how I, not operated in general, but, like, how I navigated the world, just being respectful of other folks. So we say that to say, like, you know, everybody does get it at different points. Um, but to try to start learning those kind
1: of things now. Nah. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's a long process. And honestly, sometimes the process is very ugly. So the more mindful you are of how um, how you may be how impacting or how you may be contributing to a lot of the systems that you may learn about, it's definitely a good start. Yeah, because um, I'm not going to hold you black men, me talking to black
0: men. We can be very harmful. <laughs> Yeah. And a lot of our dynamics and we need to, you know, be reflective of how we're behaving in these different settings of how we're treating people. So as long as you're doing that and you're trying to learn, you know, you will be accepted, you will be loved. Um, but a matter of just trying to also propagate that same love to the people we share community with. Because that's And the, And the idea of like trying to integrate into a larger black community was definitely one that was... An adjustment for me as well but again we are black folks at a pwi where we are disposable in a lot of cases to this administration to the other white
1: people who go here i think that's uh i wouldn't say disposable mm-hmm. hmm. i'll agree to disagree i mean I, I definitely think that I, I get, I get what you're saying. Like, I, I definitely see what you're saying as far as like the tokenization aspect of it. Maybe not like the literal disposability, because at the end they they will catch heat. And you know, Brown. That's 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 another thing when you gotta look out for. Brown is very particular about their image. Uh, so the gotta, Brown Corporation. <laughs> yeah. So you gotta you gotta be careful about how uh, about how like certain actions the university does, um, how that action reflects them versus just you know. How they wanted to, how they wanted to come off as—I um, forgot what I was going with that point—but I think that's that's definitely
0: I keep my eyes open. I think the initial point I was trying to get at is that like we do need to both interrogate the people that like we have community with, but like we do also want to have a community here at Brown of people of Black people that can support one another, uplift one another, hold each other accountable for you know our actions, but also try to make this experience at Brown one that is you know, unique and enjoyable and why don't you just look back on favorably and remember um i think that's the goal maybe a lot the mm-hmm. ideal, but what is yeah it is the goal but we already tried it too long um so to leave y'all with a couple of like touching points just continue to be safe yeah in the middle of this pandemic um Take time for yourself, utilize your resources. You know, come talk to us. We're very friendly people. You know, regardless of how y'all are, they hit us up, black and brown, email, whatever. Just reach out to um, you know, these people in your
1: classes as well. You know. No facts. people, people are mad friendly. Like if, if you just like, you know, come correct and say hello, people will definitely say hello back for the most part. I think that's that's one thing I want to get back to that nuance of just saying hello to people. I'm very lost i really lost now, but
0: <laughs> so paramount. I remember getting the brown, everybody was so nice to me. Yeah. You know, black people were just putting each other on oh, We had a ton of folks. Oh, will you get your head cut at, Like, you nice. know, you need a barber out there, bro, black man. If you have not found the barber yet, please, <laughs> for the love of God, reach out to somebody. We're going to try to get you together the best that we can. You know, it's Providence. I don't know if the locals are on the air, so we're not going to slander y'all too hard, but we're going to try to get you together the best way we can But. I think that's all I that got for today.
1: The and they go see. Um, nah, you know, again happy black history month to uh, y'all. Happy Black, black History Month. Um we out here, you know, I don't know. Grand rise of my kingdom, please.
0: Stay melanated, stay black. Uh. Go get you some sunlight. You definitely need it. And we love y'all. And again, thank you for the opportunity.